This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Talking Halos. I'm your host today, Jared Timms, and I'm going to be on my own with you guys today. You know, nothing too crazy going on. I just kind of wanted to change it up a little bit and give you guys a different, a little bit of a different podcast today. But before we get going any further, I just want to thank everybody so much for listening to the show that we have going on here at Talking Halos. It means the world to us and giving us all the support and asking us all the questions, giving us all of the topics that we go over. You know, it's been been a lot of fun and I just want to thank you so much for doing that. If you like what we have going on here, please, please, please go and subscribe to this podcast so you get updates to when the new podcasts are coming out. And also, if you have not already, give us a five-star review on wherever you listen to us. It means the world to us. I go on and read them. And I just want to thank everybody that has given us those reviews. If you have any questions, topic ideas, or just want to join us for a talking fan segment yes we're still doing that i got a couple lined up now it's so much fun to talk with everybody and get some fans on this podcast and let them talk about whatever really they want to talk about so if you want to do any of that you can shoot me a message at jared underscore tims on twitter you can shoot brock a message on twitter as well at bdrox8 you can always message us on our talking halos twitter instagram or facebook page we are going strong on all of those social medias and yeah just go follow us on any of those and of course before we get to the actual talking halos podcast give us one minute to pay the bills what's going on everybody i want to tell you about blue wire hustle a brand new program where you can host your very own podcast here at blue wire hustle was created to give everyone the opportunity to take your podcast to the next level or if you want to host a podcast and just don't know where to start, Hustle is the perfect place for you. As part of this program, you'll receive personal cover art, Q&As with Blue Wire's top podcasters, access to our community discord, and an e-learning course full of tips and tricks. And on top of that, we'll help get your show pushed out to Apple, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, and all other listening platforms. And the best part is, you can get all this for only $15 a month the same rate as other hosting sites would charge you just for the initial setup. So whether you're starting from scratch or have an existing show that you want to grow, Hustle is an open door to leveling up your sporting experience. Acceptance into the program is limited, so get your application in today. To apply, go to bwhustle.com join. Check out the description box for this episode 
to find out more, but that's bwhustle.com slash join. And now back to talking halos. All right, guys, enough with all the introductions. Let's get this rolling and talk some, well, we're not actually really going to talk that much baseball today. A little bit of baseball, I'm not going to lie, but more of an introduction to myself and just because I kind of jumped on this podcast about a year and a half ago with Derek and John and didn't really get to introduce myself until kind of a back, the background of me. And I'm hoping that you guys kind of like this podcast and hopefully we can get maybe a couple other, not necessarily close friends of mine, but people that are close with me in this, not necessarily job that I do, but the Twitter world that are, you know, have a lot of followers that can kind of give their background on the baseball industry and how they got to where they are and what they do and what they expect out of everything. And I think that's kind of the way that I would like to roll this podcast is, you know, just really introduce myself to you guys who listen to this podcast and give a background of how I got here and where I want to go. And I think I have a pretty, pretty cool story for my whole background and how I got to where I am now. So yeah, that's kind of what I want to do today. And I'll just start it off by saying, if you don't know who I am, my name is Jared Timms. I am currently the grad assistant or one of the grad assistants at Hope International University. And most of you right now, probably right now are saying, Jared, where the hell is Hope International University? I've never even heard of this. And that's okay because I get that all the time. I have to explain to people <laughs> where it is and you know what we do there. But yes, Hope International is right across the street from Cal State Fullerton. So right in Fullerton, fantastic little school to go to. I loved going there. I still love going there even though I'm now online and that it was even before COVID hit. So online, love it. Fantastic school to go to. Not even really a promotion to them. But yeah, if you're looking for somewhere to go, look into it. Great pretty inexpensive school as well. So I absolutely love it. And with my playing time there, you know, I played two years there after I went to Fullerton Junior College. And I'll get into that a little bit more when I get to my whole background. But I played two years there, absolutely loved it. It was family atmosphere, couldn't have asked for anything more. It was just fantastic. They brought me into a meeting my senior year and they said, Jared, you're not going to play very much this year. And I was totally fine with it. It was what it was. I knew my job. And they said, they also said, but if you'd like to come back and be a grad assistant, we are more than happy to do that. And you can get your master's and you can get some coaching experience and life experience. And it's been fantastic. I absolutely love it there. I've learned so much about baseball. I've had great opportunities there. And again, that's, I'll get into it a little bit more as we go. But yeah, it's been fantastic. The first question that I always get asked when it comes to my Twitter experience and all of that stuff is if I get paid for what I do. And no, <laughs> I do not get paid. I don't get paid by anything I do. I don't get paid by talking halos. I don't get paid by the writing, the little bit of writing that I do. I don't get paid by Twitter. I don't get paid by the angels. Nobody like that. And I just wanted to make that clear right now. I do this because I like to talk baseball. <laughs> so... And that brings me on to my next question, which is, what do I consider myself and why do I do this? Well, I consider myself not necessarily a fan of the Angels because I want to be more than a fan. You know, I want to work for a baseball organization when it's all said and done. And 
again, that's another thing I'll bounce into in a little while is what I want to do with everything. But yeah, why do I do what I do? Well, I do what I do because, like I said, I love baseball and putting my name out there is a good way to get recognized by organizations and people who are close to people in organizations. And, you know, they might like what I say and I might have a little bit better chance of breaking in with any organization, whether it is the Angels, which is, you know, the hometown team that I've loved and gone to so many games to, or if it's like even the Dodgers, Yankees, it doesn't matter at the end of the day. And you ask any player that's been drafted or that has worked for an organization and they say, well, why didn't you play with or why didn't you coach for or why didn't you work for your hometown team? And they say, well, I don't really care. You know, it's a major league organization and it's been a fantastic one. And, you know, we don't get paid enough to really choose. We're not free agents. I mean, technically we are, but we're not sought after enough to say that is where we want to go. We want to go here. We want to be like Garrett Cole and go to the Yankees or heck, we want to be like Mike Trout and stay with the Angels. So yeah, I don't really care where I go if I end up going anywhere. And I hope I do get to go somewhere. I, re I really do, you know, at the bottom of my heart. I, I do hope I get to continue my baseball career past what I'm doing now and do it professionally, not just like an amateur on social media, Twitter, talking halos like this, you know, continue to advance myself. And that's because I absolutely love baseball. I love everything about it. And it is a love-hate relationship. There are days where I wake up and I say, nope, I don't want to do this. <laughs> I don't want to do this. I hate baseball today. And there are things that make me hate baseball, and I'm not even really going to get into that. But it sucks some days. You know, it does. It sucks to wake up at 6 a.m. to go do baseball stuff or 5 a.m. or 4 a.m. or, you know, get off the field at 11 a.m. when I know I have to be back at 6.30 a.m. to get the field ready. But that is what it is. It's part of the job, and I I do. There's There's a lot more love than hate and that is what it is and I think it is that way with everybody if you love somebody something a sport whatever it is there are those days when you love it and there are those days that you absolutely hate it and you know that brings me on to the next question that I kind of want to address is who can I thank for this crazy love into or crazy obsession into baseball and there are a lot of people and I'm gonna forget people I hope they don't listen to this podcast <laughs> but there are quite a few people and that begins with my great grandma who got me into baseball at the age of four and I'm 26 now so I've gotten a fantastic 22 years in of actual baseball but you know there were days where in the living room she would just roll me ground balls or throw me pop flies and I would dive and, and make the catches and you know it'd, it'd be a lot of fun and I still remember that even 22 years ago I remember Fielding ground balls, catching fly balls, hitting wiffle balls in the living room as a four-year-old, three-year-old, heck, probably even a two-year-old. I don't really remember that far, but I do remember going out there and doing that, and it was a lot of fun. Also, you know, have to thank, like everybody, the parents for supporting what I do. And again, I'm 26 years old, and I still live at home, which is a blessing. It is, and sometimes it's negative. It really, it really is, but you, know, you got to thank them for putting up with the stupid stuff that I do. And it is what it is. And of course, you know, I have to thank Brent McGuire for, you know, continuing to push us because we've been in this together. And a lot of people don't know that. And I hope that, you know, more people kind of understand that me and Brent McGuire have really kind of been in this together as a team since we were in high school. And I'll 
get into that a little bit more when I get into the journalism side of things that I do. But yeah, those are kind of the three people and there's been so many more people and I'm going to forget about them on this part and I don't want to forget about them, but it kind of, it is what it is and there's been coaches and fans and, you know, girlfriend, of course, and loved ones, family members that have been along this crazy ride of mine since day one and it's been absolutely fantastic and I, you know, just want to tip the cap, thank, thank them so very much for all of that, even though I know they're probably not going to listen to this podcast, but again, thank you so much for all of that. Now, the bigger question, I guess, that a lot of people want to know is how did I get into the journalism side of things? Now, I don't write too much anymore. I, I get it out there once in a while. I have the Angels Top 30 list, and if there's some special stuff that goes down, I, I'll write about it. It's kind of more where I put my feelings on the board. Like, I I wrote about the Tyler Skaggs death and how I, that made you know me feel and how that made everybody feel and of course I wrote about right when COVID started I kind of wrote about baseball in general and what I was feeling so when it comes to writing I kind of put like to write what I'm my feelings are rather than the news and everything that happens on that part and it's 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 fun you know when it comes to the journalism side of things but for me when I look at journalism I think of more the professionalism and the interviews and all of that stuff that I get to do and how I got into that was actually kind of a funny story heading into my junior year of high school the English teacher that I had was also the journalism teacher and I was not the best at writing if most of you guys can tell with the way that I speak I'm not fluent in English at all even though born and raised in California but you know I, I try my best when it comes to writing and I get a lot of help from my girlfriend when it comes to editing stuff and all of that fun stuff but heading back to my junior year I was in the journalism teachers English class and you know you get to pick your electives and I was sitting there and I look up I was like can I take your journalism class and she's like absolutely not you're the worst student I have I'm like well let's be fair here you're right I'm annoying and I'm not a very good writer but I do think that I may have some type of, you know, future in doing this stuff. And, of course, my best friend, Brent McGuire, still is. You know, we, you see us on Twitter, if you're on Twitter, and we discuss things on there and talk Angels baseball. And you've seen the pictures of us. We get to do, we get to do stuff that a lot of people don't get to do when it comes to minor league baseball. And we get to go to a lot of Angels games together. And we've done that for, well, basically 10 years now, a little more than 10 years, I guess. And went to Brent and we are like, hey, what do you think about taking journalism classes? And I think he actually probably asked me that. And we thought about it and we're like, well, it seems like a lot of fun. And, you know, going back to what the journalism teacher said, and she was like, absolutely not. You will not take my class. And, you know, I knew that in the back of my head, but I still put in that I wanted to take journalism. And fast forward about three months, come to the first day of classes. I did not get into journalism because she didn't want me in her class. And I was, I was fine with that. You know, I was I was cool with that, and it, it was what it was. And I had some friends in that journalism class, and I wasn't anything special. But I didn't get into the class at first. And I went into my advisor at the time and was like, well, you know, can I move some stuff around? And she's like, yeah, and, well, you have six period open, and hey, that's when journalism is. And my mom didn't let me take a short day. And so I was like, hey, do you think I can maybe jump into journalism? And the advisor was new and she was like sure absolutely didn't know much about me didn't know my 
grades or anything. I think I got a B in English. He's like, I just got to make sure the grades are okay. And I got a couple B's in English. Thank goodness. And yeah, I got, I, I, she put, she put me right into journalism and I show up the first day of class and the teacher looks at me and was like, what are you doing here? And I was like, here's my class schedule. I got your journalism class. And she rolled her eyes and walked away and was like, all right, but I need to talk to you after class. So I talked to her after class and she was like, are you being serious about this? And told her, yes. You know, I think that I could have a future in what I do in journalism. And thank God that I took that class because it was the start of something, a lot of fun for me and Brent. And, you know, it was, you know, it was what it was. But yeah, I told the journalism teacher, yes, I'm, I am absolutely serious about what I want to do here in this class. And please just give me a chance. I will work hard. I will do what, what, you, what you need. And the, she let me do it. I was, I was ecstatic. Me and Brent, the only class me and Brent, Brent, I think, took together in high school was this journalism class. And I mean, it symbolizes a lot now. And that's probably one of the people that I need to thank for where I'm at now is the journalism teacher because she gave me that opportunity. But yeah, you know, it, it, I kind of went out on a limb and did that. And I think I got two articles published, one about our football team at the beginning of the season because I think they added everybody in. And then I believe my last article because they said it was that good. And I was extremely excited about it. And I don't remember what the article was about, but I brought home the school paper and said, mom, look, I'm in the school paper. My article is, and it was, it was, it was a lot of fun. And that was kind of the start of how I got into it. And, you know, kind of proves a point. One of my first points I really want to make is, you know, don't, don't give up on something that you want to do because you never know. Even if you don't think that you're good enough. And even if you get denied, keep pushing for it, keep going. And that's another point that I'm going to continue to push as we go forward is that continue to move forward with what you have. And if you love what you're doing, keep pushing for it. And this brings me into the playing aspect of things. And I don't want to bore you guys with the little league career or uh, travel ball career or anything like that, because it was a different time and it was what it was. But I kind of want to start this little area in my freshman year of playing baseball, made the baseball team. Absolutely loved it. Canyon High School, by the way. I don't think I mentioned that. Went to Canyon in Anaheim Hills. Good experience. Great learning experience there. But it was high school. It was what it was. And starting my freshman year, again, played. Didn't get the best of grades. Got good enough grades to play. And, you know, if there's ever a time when you could go back and kind of change things up. Not that I would change that much up at the moment. But if you could, I would go back. I would go back to my freshman year and just kind of start all over there and kind of understand things a little bit better and hopefully be more mature and be smarter but going back to my freshman year played loved it got to do everything and it was it was a lot of fun it really was going into my sophomore year I got my first girlfriend <laughs> and most of you guys are probably like all right Jared shut up don't really care about this but it's an interesting kind of interesting point and focused a lot on her didn't focus a lot on school unfortunately, and I wish I did. I wish I focused more on school and, you know, now I'm getting my master's and kind of laugh at it. And it's, it was a funny time in my life, but definitely wish I would have focused a little bit more school, a little bit more on school than knowing what I know now. But yeah, didn't focus on school, focused more on the girl. Got a one point something GPA. It wasn't good. Probably, probably like a 1.3 or something stupid. And I knew I was doing bad. I, it was ugly for me and didn't get to play baseball my, my sophomore year and didn't get to practice that was just kind of the rule I don't know if it was just for me it, it was what it was but this is kind of where it all fell apart for me and it was all my fault it really was looking at it now but didn't get to play my sophomore year 
had to go back and play Little League. And that was an experience. A lot of fun. I had a lot of, made a lot of friends there, lifelong fan, friends. But yeah, I didn't really, didn't do what I needed to do. I let down the team. I let down myself, let down my parents, let down everybody that was supporting me. And they continued to support me. And it was a lot of fun. But wish I would have been able to play high school that year. Would have been on JV, would have been able to pitch, hit, do all that fun stuff. But didn't get to do it. Fast forward to my junior year now in high school and got cut from the baseball team. I was one of the better players out there. And it proves it because I got to play college baseball. But I got cut. I was devastated. Took a toll on myself, my family. Started coaching then. Thought it was might be over. But I didn't want it to be over. I really didn't. I wanted to continue to play baseball. I, I really, really did. And it was a lot of hard work. And as I was coaching my brother's t-ball team at the time, I had one of the parents come up to me and say, hey, are you looking to, you looking to play Sunday ball? And I was like, what, is, what are you talking about? He's like, well, I have my own team in Santa Ana. And those you know who know about you know the Santa Ana leagues, it's a bunch of grown men playing baseball <laughs> and speaking Spanish. And I didn't know much about it, but at the age of 16, I joined a Sunday ball team where I was playing against 20, 30, 40-year-old grown men. And I was this little stick out there, not really knowing what to do, not speaking a lick of Spanish, not understanding anything that was going on. But I learned a lot out there. I really did. And I continued to play because I wanted to keep playing. And, you know, it was an experience. It really was. I learned, I did learn a lot out there about the maturity and what I needed to do. And I got innings in and I got at-bats in and I continued to fight through the adversity and I continued to play the game that I loved. And it was blessing really was blessing in disguise now that i think about it but moving forward let's let's jump up uh, a few more years now i went to fullerton junior college redshirted there on the team which was a lot of fun loved the uh, head coach nick viscardo learned a lot from him took a lot of classes of his great baseball mind I, I there was not too many people out there that have the mind that he does and those are probably one of the guys that i forgot to thank that you know if i go back he may not even know my name anymore but Great guy, great coach. All you that know Nick, you know, knows he knows his stuff and excellent, excellent experience there. And I went to Fullerton Junior College for five years, and I'm not embarrassed to say that. It, it Again, I was immature. I didn't know what I wanted to do. I jumped around whether I wanted to do science, quit baseball for a little while. But then all of a sudden, I started playing sun, summer leagues for college and got the itch again and wanted to play. And Found myself emailing schools, trying to find a place to play. Couldn't get it. I, I emailed, I think, almost every single school in Southern California, every single school on the West Coast, and didn't hear much back besides from one school that I really actually wanted to go to, and that was Hope International, and that was the biggest blessing of my life. Went in there. First day, felt like a family, felt like a team, and again, have not turned back. I absolutely love it. I have to thank everybody, all the coaching staff there that have come and gone for bringing me a part of what they have going to such a great program. And it's just been an absolute blessing. And again, just kind of a point that I want to make. I mean, if you love something and you love continue, you want to continue doing it, but you don't think you can, you know, if you have the time, you have the money, you have the things to do it, go do it. You know, you never know where it's going to take you. You could really find yourself continuing it off to another level like I did. And I, I absolutely love it. 20 plus years, 22 years of baseball. And I've worked with 
many of many pro guys. It's been fantastic seeing guys get drafted out of our school. Just was able to work with, I don't even know if I can really say this, just worked with Garrett Cole. Ran a Rapsodo for him and he was able to ask me questions and I was absolutely blown away. I'm still in shock and I, I don't even really want to name anybody else because it was, but yeah, it, it was an absolute blessing and this is kind of where it has taken me right now and it's it's been so much fun. It's been an absolute blessing and I love it. And I really hope that I'm not boring anybody with all of this that I'm saying and I, you know, there's not too much baseball news going on. Of course, as I'm reading stuff about 154 game season and all that stuff, I, I, I didn't really want to talk about that this podcast because I don't really have anybody to talk with it about, whether it was Nate or Derek or Brock or any of those guys. I well, we can get into it. I'll, I'll, we'll do it Wednesday. So this podcast will come out on Monday, of course, but I hope I'm not boring anybody. I hope that you guys are really enjoying listening kind of my background, and I don't have too much more to more to go with here. And the next topic that I really want to talk about here is what I want to do with baseball. And I get this question asked so many times by people who are in the baseball industry now. It's like, what do you want to do with baseball? And one of the first things that I used to tell them is, It'd be awesome to be a GM. And that's what everybody wants to do. And I don't, that's not what I want to do anymore after you think about it more. I, I now tell people that I want to do whatever I can in baseball for as long as I can because I, I love it that much. I really do. And it's it has been absolutely fantastic. And the longer that I can stay in baseball, <laughs> the happier I will be. And now that doesn't mean that once I get out of baseball, I'm going to be upset. I mean, I'll probably be upset for a little while. It is what it is. And we... I'll push through it like I have with everything else, but I would love to be in any type of baseball for as long as I can, whether that's coaching or whether that's being in a front office or selling peanuts or social media or wherever it takes me. It would be absolutely unbelievable. And, you know, I think this is kind of where I want to end it. I have a couple more topics that I want to get onto, but it's not really worth it. It really isn't. And, and yeah. You know, this is, this is, I think this is a good stopping point for this. And I really hope that you guys liked what I did here. And if you guys do, please, you know, shoot me a message, say, Hey Jared, I, I really did like, you know, your whole background story of yourself. And, you know, I didn't want to make this all about me. I, I really don't. And I want to see if we can get Brock on here and do this and Nate and Derek and maybe some other people. Like, I mean, I mentioned Brent McGuire a lot and I would love to get the background of Brent McGuire and maybe not get as personal with it because there are things that don't need to go out there about all those guys, but, you know, maybe get their background and kind of dig deeper into what they have in store for baseball. And yeah, you know, I, I hope you guys liked what, what I did and what this podcast was about. And again, if you did, please just shoot me a message or leave a review and say, Jared, you got to do some more of these with other people in the baseball industry, because I think it would be a lot of fun. I think there's a lot of things that we don't know about. Most things we don't need to know about, but I think there's things that we don't know about that would be a lot of fun and maybe inspirational for some people to listen to. So, guys, I just want to say thank you so much. Of course, you can follow me on Twitter at Jared underscore Tims. You can also follow me on Instagram at Jared underscore Tims. That's where I do a lot of my minor league work now is through Instagram. I get a lot of videos on there and all that fun stuff. So, guys, thank you so much for listening and have a great rest of your day. Mm -hmm.